right, everybody. Welcome to Tuesday. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on the 16th day of the month. And I suppose we should do a radio show. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. hey uh, Big J was remarking to me about how much he continues to hate Daylight Savings Time. His body did not uh, adjust in the 24 hours. Spring forward is the worst of it for me. And it takes a week at least to, to come correct. I mean, that's uh, all there is to it. Well, that's unfortunate, and I'm sorry. And you're right, it is It is terrible. That being said, again, it, as long as they... It, once we're used to it, just keep the time as it is. <laughs> well, it, yeah, I know, yeah. I think as the older I've gotten, the more difficult it is to recover. And, and the fact that, you know, I mean, like I said, all these years, you know, if we were getting up at a regular time, I think I probably wouldn't have right. a hard, difficult time. Right. It, it is certainly the schedule that does not assist things in I'm the sh- least. I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing me bitching about it. Uh, <laughs> big J! Well, Big J, <laughs> that's kind of your thing. You what? complain about stuff. And so, uh, we what else need... do I complain about? <laughs> Please list them out right now. You want me to list everything you complain yes. about? Yes. Okay. Um, your coworkers. What? When do I complain uh, about a coworker? You complain about me all the time uh, on this very show. Um, you also complain about well, <laughs> no. Oh, oh, we're not counting jokes. No. Well, that's Real kind of, that's also part of the show. Joke complaining is what I'm saying. I don't believe oh, yeah, that I your life is everything. ruined by daylight savings time. <laughs> I believe it's an inconvenience and a slight one. No, of it's that. ruined. And so uh, your job is to uh, amplify those things for our wonderful audience, our, and our studio it. audience this morning. Big J, say hello to everybody. There's nobody here. I just, here. I was like, I just what wanted the hell's going on? Wanted to have Big J look around, and it worked. Uh, today on the show, we have ourselves sure. an opportunity to enjoy a little bit of streaming. Dumbass, speaking of streams, there's some streaming concerts that you have an opportunity to win some passes to. Uh, we are going to hook you up with that beginning today. And, of course, we also have a chance for you to hopefully change your life in a positive way by having a good time by listening to the show. That's also the idea. So, it's a lot on our shoulders, Big J. Can we carry the burden? Oh, yeah. As always, man. Like a couple atlases over here. And, of course, we got ourselves some music as well. The Offspring kick things off. The Kings aren't all right here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and it's brought to you by our friends at The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, if you have had to fill up in the last week, you realize things are messing around around these parts as gas prices have once again gone up 17 cents in the last week, according to AAA. The jump is the second highest in the country uh, around the United States. Uh, that follows Utah, where prices jumped 25 cents. And if you remember, uh, last week we told you about how prices had jumped 25 cents in the last week and another 17 cents this week. That's a lot of money that they've gone up. Of course, uh, Boise currently leads the gas prices in the state of Idaho. Uh, we're up uh, north of $3 a gallon uh, here in the Treasure Valley, which is... Uh, the highest outside of Coeur d'Alene, uh, and uh, also Idaho Falls is right around uh, 280. So there's that. But uh, it's uh, they say get used to the three dollars a gallon. It's going to be hovering around that particular point uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, last week 
and we were at 284 a gallon, and uh, the state national, or excuse me, the national average is about 283 a gallon. So we're obviously above that, but that is usually where we operate. Uh, north of the national average around these parts because it's tough to get us our petrol, Big J. Petrol? It's not easy for uh, us. It's not like we have a pipeline just hanging around, so everything's got to be shipped in, and that makes it a little bit more difficult. Uh, 20 states in the U.S. saw increases in double digits this week, according to AAA. So we've talked before about the extenuating circumstances with the deep freeze and the all this kind of stuff and the price of oil going through the roof. And so it is one of those deals where everybody is feeling the squeeze, but get used to it. It's not going away anytime soon. Can I ask you a question, Big J? Yeah. Were you offered any money to play football by the New England Patriots yesterday? No. I, I, I felt bad, too. I was like, ah, I'm not worth anything. <laughs> you and I are in the minority, Ted, because it appears that they asked everybody to play football for them yesterday. That's and uh, they uh, they got a lot of free agents signed. I mean, the Patriots have a ton of money to spend, and they are not messing around with it. Of course, none of these deals become official until tomorrow when the league season starts officially. Uh, but they are going to have Jonu Smith, a new tight end, uh, Jalen Mills, a couple of new wide receivers, uh, some offensive line, uh, some defensive line help as well. So there was a lot of moves in free agency yesterday. Uh, I'm a, what do you think the biggest move was, if there was one? Uh, I was probably on defense, and I don't know some of those players necessarily that well, but Bill Belichick sure does. No, I'm not even talking about the Patriots. Oh. I'm talking about the NFL. Like, I mean, so far? Was there, yeah, was there a huge signing that surprised you or a movement that made that they got you excited and all? Not yesterday. No. Uh, well, I mean, there's I guess not... Fitzpatrick going yeah. to Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, he's going to start there, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick signed a one-year $10 million deal with Washington. Uh, so that's a thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, probably John U. Smith was the biggest name, uh, unless you count the uh, the Raiders signing the, the Ravens defensive lineman. Uh, that could be a Probably big uh, well. one of the bigger uh, issues for your team, losing their center. Uh, yeah, but that was a foregone conclusion at, at that point. I, I realized that was happening. But, yeah, he's the highest-paid center in football now going to the Chargers. So there's that. Uh, but uh, maybe even a couple of re-signings could have been uh, big news. Shaq Barrett, of course, staying in uh, Tampa. And so was Rob Gronkowski. He signed a deal to stick around one year, $10 million, to hang out with the Buccaneers and play football one more year with Tom Brady. So there also is that to go and a lot more moves to happen as things kind of uh, figure it out officially as we get started. But the free agency moves has happened. That is for sure. And it ain't going away anytime soon. The uh, cool little thing happened on the internet yesterday. Uh, Fred Savage, of course, the original cast member of The Wonder Years, uh, was able to surprise the new star of the show for the rebooted Wonder Years that will happen. Uh, Alicia E.J. Williams will star in the show, uh, which is set around the 60s in Alabama. But uh, it's going to be a pretty cool idea, and uh, Fred Savage is directing the very first episode, and he was able to do a Zoom call and uh, tell EJ that uh, they were cast in the actual film or the actual TV show, and it was life-changing and cool and just a little kid, and so uh, it was nice to see the reaction. So that is happening. They are going to put it on the uh, the mothership, as it were, on ABC, and uh, they have their cast and they have their director for the first episode, which is the former star of the show, Fred Savage, who now makes a living doing directing stuff has directed a ton of TV, a bunch of episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and a whole bunch of other things, too. So, it's happening. Get ready. It's going to debut in the fall on ABC. Here's traffic. There you go. That's your first round of important stuff on the way. Send nudes. Plus, we have to do a little bit of streaming dumbass action today, but we're going to 
See what's going on inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center first, brought to you by the Lifetime Store. Hey, CB, what's up? Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Nampa and Boise. They're naming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we play a little game called Streaming Dumbass. It is where I select three movies from streaming services across the board. Strip away the stars, the studio that brought you, the director of BS, and Big J is just left with three plot descriptions. Sometimes they're pretty brief because that's all they offer up to us on these streaming services. And based on that plot description alone, he must select a movie to watch and review in a 24-hour period. These are the parameters for streaming dumbass. Big J, are you ready today? Yeah. Uh, running the gamut with all these movies, I wouldn't say there's a particular uh, string that holds them all together, with the exception of, I guarantee you at least, that you are going to see a movie with somebody that you're familiar with. Uh, we also run the gamut from new to kind of new to a little bit older, so you're going to have to figure out which one you want to watch, Big J. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Movie number one. For the last couple of months, a family has been struggling to get through the day, so they decide that it's time to make a fundamental change. And what starts out as a great idea slowly spins out of control, and they realize maybe things weren't so bad to begin with. Hmm, interesting. Movie number two. Former soldier teams up with a cop to find the source behind a dangerous subject that provides temporary changes that could do more harm than good to people. All right. Movie number three. Cal has a good job, a beautiful house, great children, and a beautiful wife named Emily. But his perfect right life unravels when he learns out that it's time for a divorce. Over 40 and suddenly single, Cal is adrift in the fickle world of dating. Enter Jacob, a self-styled ladies' man who takes Kel under his wing and teaches him how to be a hit with the ladies. Yeah, ladies' man. Land and ladies. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Oh, come on, man. We're all going to go with Land and Ladies. Okay. Uh, You passed on movie number one. That was called Yes Day. That stars Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez. It is currently the number one movie on Netflix. You will not be watching that. Uh, you also passed on movie number two. That was called Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Also available on Netflix. You will not be watching that. You will instead be watching the oldest of the bunch, Crazy Stupid Love, Big J. That stars Steve Carell and teen heartthrob Ryan Gosling is the other co-star of the movie. And you will be watching that and let us know if it's any Ryan good. Ryan Gosling. Have you seen it? This is the oldest of the bunch. It got a theatrical release, all that I kind of stuff. I don't remember. So None of it good. sounds familiar? No. Uh, I don't think I saw it either. So we will have to see what Big J thinks of Crazy Stupid Love. It is currently streaming on Netflix. You may have seen it already. If not, you will get Big J's review in about 24 hours from right now. Here's traffic. Let's see what's going on traffic-wise. TDS Fiber Traffic Center time brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. CB, what's it like? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Nampa and Boyd. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, uh, you go out to eat from time to time. Yeah. Uh, And you are pretty familiar with how the business model works. How would you be if they switched it up a little bit? There are some restaurants in England that have uh, 
been doing things since they've decided to open back up and it is starting to migrate to the United States. And it's not something that American or really any consumers have seen before. And so it's a little bit of a different thing, which means it's raising eyebrows. Restaurants, of course, have been struggling during the pandemic. And one of the things that they've been doing is they've had limited seating, right? And so they've had to open themselves up for reservations, even if they haven't taken them before. And one of the problems that they're running into is people are making reservations and then just not showing up. And with limited seating, it makes it difficult for a restaurant to keep their doors open with stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Right. When they're holding a table for somebody and they get ghosted, it makes it really hard for them to get some business. And so restaurants are starting, Big J, to ask patrons to pay before they eat. They say it's the equivalent of like going to a movie or to a theater show, whereas if you buy tickets to something and you can't go, maybe you give them to a friend or you pass it on or whatever the case may be. And they're asking that that is kind of the etiquette that people start using because if you know you only have six tables open in a restaurant and two people don't show up for reservations, that screws you over as a business. And so they're hoping that if you actually pay up front for your meal, especially if it's like a set menu or if it's a tasting menu or something like that, then you know already that you're going to pay for whatever you're getting and you have made this commitment monetarily to show up to this thing and it helps the restaurant, it helps you keep your commitment, and if you can't make it, you pass it on to a friend. I ask you out loud, Big J, would you be into that? Uh, it depends on the grade of the restaurant. Is this fancy restaurant stuff we're talking? It, well, I mean, certainly not McDonald's. I mean, we're not talking fast food. I believe we're talking pretty much any sit-down restaurant. Any place nah. that you decide to sit down. This is America, not the UK. That's well, I'm saying some here. of it's coming here, is what I'm saying. It's happening here, just not in, like, big, No, because then you're pressure-filled to be like, ah, oh, we gotta shoot. I mean, no, I'm not down with that. But, they, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but... I'm also saying I understand what the restaurants are saying. Oh, absolutely. I totally get But I just won't eat at those places. And, and part of the, so. the issue is exactly what you're saying, is that people are making a commitment by setting a reservation and then just completely backing out, screwing over the restaurant. Yeah, the, reserva- the reservation thing. I mean, ugh, I mean, how many times a year do I make a reservation at a restaurant? Not very often. Correct. Correct. But so. you understand that the restaurants have had to take them now because of the situations that they find yeah, themselves in. Yeah, okay. I, I would rephrase it this way. If it was a type of situation where I was going to make a reservation for something, then I would probably go along with this because I have every intention of going to that restaurant. Right. But I am not... You're not usually... You're, you're more the, of a chain restaurant kind of a guy as opposed to a make a reservation restaurant kind of guy. Right? Like, I mean, uh, you, don't, you, you just said it yourself. You don't make reservations a whole lot. You're not well, sitting down we, for fancy dinners. Yeah, we also don't go out and eat a lot as, as much as you would think. So, um, you know, if it's a place where I know it's good and that you're going to need a reservation to get in, I'd make the reservation that I'd do it. I don't think that there are uh, that many places that I haven't explored yet. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Uh, either way, it's not necessarily happening across the world. It is just something that restaurants are kicking around, especially if they are having reservation difficulties. Ryan Fitzpatrick is hanging around with the uh, NFL. He signed a one-year deal with the Washington football team worth $10 million. ESPN reported that yesterday. Uh, It will become official tomorrow. He will be competing, I guess, with Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke for the starting job in Washington. He, of course, was with the Miami Dolphins over the last two seasons. Started seven games last year and then got benched for, I guess, they just wanted it to be two a time. But it ended up backfiring on the Dolphins a little bit 
as they were setting themselves up for a playoff push and then kind of faded away towards the end of the season. So we'll see what Fitzmagic can do for the Washington football team. The Oscar nominations came out yesterday, Big J, and it was Mank that led the field. Ten Oscar nominations, including Best Picture, uh, Best Actor for Gary Oldman, Best Supporting Actress for Amanda Seyfried, and its director, David Fincher. Uh, it is on Netflix. You can watch that if you want. Netflix did dominate the Academy Award nominations themselves, grabbing 35. Six films earned six nominations, a group that includes The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Minari, No Man Land, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. All of these films were nominated for Best Picture along with Promising Young Women. Uh, after years of criticism for the lack of diversity, they saw a lot of it as well. Uh, Riz Ahmed, who I hope wins Best Actor for um, The Sound of Metal, which is on Amazon, and he is amazing in it. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, of course, he also, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is on Netflix, uh, you know, obviously the post-mortem uh, uh, nomination there, which has a pretty good nomination. Then Stephen Wen, who you may remember from The Walking Dead, is in a movie called Minari. He was in the Best Actor race. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is in uh, the uh, Best Actor, Supporting Actor role, I should say, along with uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Keith Sanfeld from Judas and the Black Messiah. They're both fantastic in that as well. I mean, there's going to be some competition for sure in these acting categories. Uh, Chloe Zhao is the first uh, woman of color ever nominated for Best Director for Nomadland. Uh, Viola Davis became the most nominated black actress in Oscar history for Ma Rainey's as well. Uh, Regina King was not nominated for One Night in Miami, and many people thought she was going to be the first ever black woman nominated as best director but that didn't happen uh jodie foster who actually uh won uh the golden globe for the moratorium uh, did not even get nominated for best supporting actress uh jared leto also uh was nominated for the little things did not get nominated in the academy awards so we'll see what ends up happening either way april 25th is when it goes down in la it will be on abc if you want to watch the oscars this year you certainly can Traffic. You haven't watched any of those movies, have you? I tell you, I, I, Sound of Metal. I want to watch. Uh, it's really good, man. It's really. I've good. heard somebody told me yesterday. Uh, and uh, and so uh, so is Judas the Black Messiah. Very 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 good movie. Uh, and I watched No Man Land last night, and it's fine. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it up there with the other two. But uh, I, the other one I didn't like though, and it's weird because I love David Fincher. I wasn't a real big fan of Mank. It was a little too. Uh, but it's all the talk, man. Well, I mean, Mank, 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 yeah, Mank, Mank. It, it, Well, here's here's what Mank is, and it's not surprising. It's a story about Hollywood and Hollywood history and lore and Hollywood. Hollywood loves stories about itself, and so oh, it's a little it's a little bit. Uh, Who doesn't love a story about themselves? A little bit inside baseball for me. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Have you ever seen um, Citizen Kane? No, oh, yeah, you have. So, I mean, it's all about the writing uh, of that particular movie and the, the story behind it, and it's it's okay, I guess. I just wasn't blown away by you it. You hate Hollywood. Uh, Good I for do. you, man. I do. How about we swing inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It's brought to you by Can Do and Showers Insurance. Hey, CB, what's up? Eastbound 94 is slow in Nampa between the Karcher Midland Interchange and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks. We are headed to Germany for today's We're Going to Hell story. And there we're going to meet 43-year-old Gail Engel. And Gail has met the love of her life, Big J. Oh, nice. Now, uh, it's going to seem strange to you and I. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, Gail's love of her life is a German roller coaster, Big J. 
Yeah. Uh, she says uh, it is called. <laughs> it is called the Sky Scream, and it is available for everybody to ride at Germany's Holiday Park. And she says that uh, this is nothing new for her. While she has had relationships with people in the past, she says she's always really been drawn sexually to inanimate objects since she was 12 years old. And uh, now, ever since she laid her eyes on the Sky Scream roller coaster, she uh, says... Seems like... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, what were you saying? I was going to say, it seems like there's more than a few people who got a thing for roller coasters in more than a normal sort of fashion. Really? You feel like this is a common thing? I feel like, thing? yeah, we've, we've talked about a story like this before. Well, we've certainly talked about people falling in love with inanimate objects before. Uh, you know, dolls, and uh, we have mannequins. Had, we've had mannequins. We've had people marry their cars before. But uh, this is the first time, uh, and we, we've actually had a woman fall in love with a building and marry a building. That's happened. But I don't think we've ever had a roller coaster. I think you may just think that people are into roller coasters, like more than you would think is normally okay. But I don't think I've ever found somebody that says, I want to get it on with that roller coaster. And that's what she's saying. She says she spends, quote, every waking moment dreaming of a carnal relationship with this roller coaster. Like she wants to make love to this roller coaster. And if you're asking how that works, I do not have an answer for you. I don't I don't know how where you would even begin to be perfectly honest well do you need me to lay it out for you well well can you without getting us in trouble how, no, how no, it works can't because I you know I've been on roller coasters I, and I'm I like, would imagine how? just the vibration of going over the you know through the roller coaster might be enough okay well I mean maybe I suppose I've read of roller coasters before. I don't know how that would be a thing, but I can understand how, yes, maybe the vibration could be enough. But that to me doesn't, that to me isn't carnal. That to me is a result of a roller coaster ride. Carnal means. No, well, you add into it her crazy bat bleep thing that she's in love with this. You put those two together and you got lovemaking. All right. However, however it makes you happy. But, uh, like, I mean, the the other part of this stuff is, like. (laughs) talking about this. It's. It's also really weird, like, the story that they've written about this particular young lady, obviously she's uh, being fairly forthright about her feelings, but, like, you know, they choose to put pictures of her, like, she, <laughs> they show her lovingly gazing at a miniature rebuild of this roller coaster, and it's like, you know, you don't have to lean that hard into it. I understand what you're saying, Come but, on, like, it's show you it's with bait. the actual roller coaster, not staring at, like, a miniature scaled-down model. And go, yeah, it's, that's, the that's, people that own it are probably scared to let her near it. <laughs> yeah, if you're running Holiday Park, you're like, Ugh. You can't be with anyone else. And then she, you know, Gail, no. destroys the roller coaster. She says that uh, she's not going to philosophize on why this relationship works for her and relationships with human beings don't. Uh, but she says that uh, the best thing about her new boyfriend, the roller coaster, is that uh, it's got no substance abuse problems, and it makes her feel empowered to be herself. She says, quote, with Skyscream, I feel completely confident. Uh, dating the coaster, however, does have its drawbacks, Big J. What do you think that would be? Well, I mean, business hours. <laughs> yes. She says that going out on dates the line. and meeting up is difficult the line getting in there also it's tough not to have any sexual relationship with it that's what she says 
Uh, but she also says that, you know, sex is not a huge priority for her, so it's okay. As long as she is around Skyscream, which it sounds like she's always referring to, like, a Transformer, which just makes it even weirder. Either way... Uh, well, it's certainly more than meets the eye. She collects a bunch of photos and array of objects that have been brought home from the theme park, including a pillow that has the roller coaster's image printed on it, which she uh, sleeps with and, and carries around with her on the daily. Now, I wonder if she has, like, a soundtrack of the roller coaster I certainly movie. hope so, of screams and stuff. Yeah. Yee! Or just the wheels. I don't know what kind of roller coaster it is, but uh, you know, just the, the subtle noises it makes. Yes, I would hope so as well. Uh, either way, she says that the couple is very happy. Uh, and and everything's going to be okay. So I mean, so she says. Now, we haven't been able to hear from the roller coaster right, until it's been a long day at the uh, the theme park, and the roller coaster doesn't want to talk about how his day was. Uh, either way, I, I hope the happy couple remains happy, and everybody uh, continues to uh, live their dream and find the love of their lives, which apparently is what they have been looking for, and she has found it in a roller coaster. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x rock Get a head start on the warmer weather with a spring deal on a new Chevrolet or GMC. Chevelle self-destructor here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The x Rocks. Big J, I saw the story and I instantly thought of you because I wanted to know what it felt like to be a typical American couple with you and your wife. Because according to a new survey, uh, which surprised me, actually, uh, one of the things that there's no doubt about it, that uh, there's been a constant throughout time and that one thing that couples usually get into arguments about is going to be money, correct? Money! And uh, per a brand new survey, it's still the number one thing that couples in the United States argue about. But we have a new number two and number three. Uh, Work usually comes in second, but because of the pandemic, I'm guessing it has slipped down into number four this particular time around uh, because people are working from home or maybe they're working less or there's all sorts of things that could be a factor into why it slipped down a little bit, but it has. But the number two thing that people argue about more now than they have ever before is stuff around the house, Big J. (laughs) Uh, you know, and that includes arguments like uh, when to actually do housework, how to do it, who should do it, all that kind of stuff. But uh, the one thing that, that people actually <laughs> talked about more often than ever before, according to a new survey, is they found themselves getting into arguments with their significant other about whether or not to hire a professional to do something around the house. It came in at 53% of couples started this argument this year, and they've never had that argument before. And, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where it's like, uh, why can we do it ourselves? Should we do it ourselves? All that kind of stuff. And it made me think of the, uh, the tree in your backyard and, uh, and the, the uh, discussion that you and your wife had about hiring a professional to it, to do it. Sure. And uh, that has been a point of contention uh, for the last couple weeks, and so I wanted to get an update. Uh, is it gone? Listen, I swore I would never talk about that again. I know. That's why I'm asking about it. Uh, no, and it was, you know, it was not my, uh, it was my understanding that she wanted to eliminate the tree altogether. Uh-huh. That was not the case. Oh, I see. She just wanted to delimit. So take off a few limbs here and there, uh-huh. um, which, uh, you know, had it been proposed in that way, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I got no problem with that. You feel like it was a communication break. Yeah. I, I was like, I thought that she wanted, she was talking chainsaw 
what are you gonna, you know, I mean, the limbs aren't that thick on that tree. They were just really high. I mean, so she she got enough to where she felt like, all right, we're a little comfortable here. It's not going to be a dangerous situation. So fine. That Beautiful. Was, that was fun. Everybody's happy? Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, the other thing that But that came doesn't in- change the, the fact that we don't have arguments about having stuff paid for around the house. Wait, what? Well, you know, I mean, when it comes to work or something around the house. Oh, it's a common topic? Yeah. Yeah. I would rather much rather pay people to do stuff. Then have it done yourself. Just because two things. One, uh, the propensity to screw something up. Uh-huh. And All then right. the amount of work that goes into it. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Because you talk about doing... The other thing that, that, that topped the list of things besides hiring a professional. I, I've never had to have this conversation with uh, whoever I was with, but I don't know if you have. Has the wife ever had to like redo what you've done before around the house? Clean what you have cleaned again because you didn't do a good enough job. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, but you don't talk about it. No, no. You don't see her like doing stuff that you like. Didn't I just do that? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. Usually, it's the countertop, like cleaning the countertop. I'm like, I just did that. Did she say you didn't do a good enough job or anything? Like no, that? no, because you know what my response is going to be probably fine. I don't need to do it again. Right. You're right. I didn't do a good job. You're right. Kiss uh, that chore goodbye. I forget that Big J, uh, the response to most things when you question Big J's uh, results is scorched earth tactics. Yeah. Uh, but 61% of couples say uh, they have to clean again after their significant other does it because they don't feel like they've done a good job. I know I've done that myself, and I've never had that conversation with uh, the person I'm with. And so I hope it wasn't one of those deals where I was hurting feelings because that wasn't the goal. But it was just one of those deals where I, you know me, I'm, yeah, I'm a clean a freak, and so I, I go through uh, wipes at my place, and it's just me like crazy, and I'll often redo things that I've just done just because I feel like I felt. Uh, you got like wipes a, to, for your wipes. I do. I've got I've got a whole cabinet uh, full of them and different types and styles and stuff because uh, listen, different textures and different surfaces need different cleaning things. You understand? It's just the way that kind of thing works. But either way, hopefully everything is okay and you're all getting along. I just thought it was interesting that uh, there's brand new things that couples are arguing about these days. Here's traffic. Pandemic changes everything, my friend. How about we swing inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise. What's up out there, CB? It's slow on eastbound 94 in Napa between the Karcher Midland Interchange and Franklin. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of somebody else's negligence, it's time to call The Advocates. They are here for you, 208-471-4444, or chat with an attorney online, 24-7, advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. We've talked about how there's an old saying, Big J, called money can't buy you happiness. Turns out that's BS, of course. Uh, But happiness does have a price, and according to Purdue University, uh, it's more than any of us make. God dang it. Uh, Purdue University researchers found that you'll need to make about $105,000 a year or nearly $36,000 more than the country's median household income in order to be truly happy with your financial situation. The scientists that put together the study said this is the amount of money it takes to reach the state where increases in income to no longer produce meaningful benefits to happiness. The good news is happiness doesn't require obscene wealth, of course. But the bad news is that in a lot of happy countries, you need to be doing better than average when it comes to your income. They found that happiness costs the most in New York City, of course. you got to make about $140,000 a year there. Honolulu as well. You need to make some serious cash as well as Switzerland in order to be truly happy. Buy that chocolate. 
Uh, the least expensive place to find happiness, Panama, Antigua, Costa Rica, and Mexico. Each has a happiness index between about uh, $20,000 and $38,000 there. In Europe, you have to go to Portugal to find the lowest happiness index, about $70,000 a year in order to be happy in those particular countries. Now, again, that's the money, that's the point where you're like, even if you make $140,000 a year, you're not going to be any happier if you made $105,000. Does that make sense? Yeah. Plus, you're stu- stuck listening to Portugal the man. I'm not sure that's required listening oh. if you live in Portugal. Okay. But I understand the tribulation. Hey, uh, Rob Gronkowski is coming back to play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He signed a one-year $10 million contract with the Bucks. He retired in 2019, came back to play with Tom Brady. And, of course, Tom Brady's coming back as well. So they are going to be playing together another season in Tampa Bay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of the many free agents that's moving around, he signed a $10 million one-year deal with the Washington football team. That'll be official tomorrow. Bunch of other names changed teams yesterday as well. None of these deals become official until the new season starts on St. Patrick's Day. Evanescence released some news yesterday. They are going to release a comic book, Big J. It's a graphic novel series called Echoes from the Void, and it's in conjunction with their upcoming album, The Bitter Truth. The graphic novel will ship in June. Of course, The Bitter Truth will be released later this month. Echoes from the Void will expand on some themes that the album kind of covers, as well as other songs from Evanescence's catalog. Amy Lee and her sister Carrie will both be featured in the series. According to the release, the five-issue series consists of 48-page deluxe graphic novels featuring two or more story adaptations from the Evanescence catalog. And it's a bunch of short stories as well as different animators and graphic artists working on it. The first issue includes the songs uh, Better Without You and Wasted On You from The Bitter Truth. And again, they're going deep in the Evanescence catalog as well. Any interest here, Big J? You're an Evanescence fan? Yeah, I'm an Evanescence fan, but no, I'm, I'm tired of this. Every band has got a damn graphic novel. Have you ever read a band's graphic novel? No. That could be part of it. I don't think you just like graphic novels is what it boils down to. Nah, that's not true. T- well, I, I, I mean, just, here's what I hate about it is that they all do the same stuff. What do you mean? Uh, the, a lot of the bands all have their own graphic novels. They all have their own comic books. And but it's just like it's just like you know. That's like, but that's stuff. like saying I mean, all the bands release albums, and that's silly. It's just another form of expression, and people yeah, want I don't to like do expression. That. <laughs> uh, but you've never read one. No, I read the skillet. Oh, you did? Yeah. All of it, or just uh, one of the things? Uh, just the first one. Okay. Uh, and you weren't interested in where it went. You didn't end up reading the Stone Sour one. Uh, the Golden Bones. Yeah. Uh, maybe the first one. You don't remember. Uh, either way, it is one of those deals where it, it, it is happening. I mean, the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head that did this was Starset, but Starset was attached to Marvel, so that was a little bit more of a bigger deal than uh, some of the others. But either way, it's happening. You can order I mean, them together. Black, and Black Veil Brides is doing the same thing, too. Uh, right. Well, Andy is. Uh, but either way, it is something that you can be a part of if you want to. Uh, this one a little bit uh, more, uh, kind of, again, backlogging it with Evanescence, too. Not just in, in conjunction with the album, but also the entire Evanescence catalog. So there's going to be some backstory there if you're interested. Here's traffic. All right, let's swing inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, brought to you by Treasure Valley Urology. Let's see what's going on with CB. Eastbound 94 is at a crawl in Nampa between the Carter Midland Inter... Pop culture smackdown. 
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got a great uh, prize package going through here into the rest of the week as uh, 10 Years is uh, releasing a new album, 10 Years, Violent Out. Al- Stop it! <laughs> uh, and the uh, <laughs> virtual stream concert totally screws me up when you do that. 10 years deconstructed virtual concert. So uh, we've got a virtual concert to hook you up with and an album from 10 years, if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. Uh, 10 years up for grabs. That's pretty awesome. Get on the phone if you want to play. 208-287-1003. You're going to have to know a little bit about color schemes. Big J, you're going to have to know a little bit about food before we get into... Look uh, at me. The, the world of other pop culture. Let's see how Dig we do. Dig your grave, sir. Hello, the X. Good morning. What's your name, please? Yeah. All right, you're up first, man. John Deere won a lawsuit defending its trademark to a specific combination of what two basic colors? White and yellow. White and yellow. Wrong. Incorrect. You did get one of the colors correct, but not the other one. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning. John Deere won a lawsuit defending its trademark to a specific combination of what two basic colors? Uh, green and yellow. Yep. Right. Green and yellow are the colors of John Deere. Big J, traditionally, how is a Monte Cristo sandwich cooked? Deep fried. That is correct. Right. Do you like Monte Cristo sandwiches? I don't think I've ever actually had a legitimate. I don't think you would. It's a sweet and savory thing, and I don't think you like the sweet yeah, and savory. Yeah, no. Uh, Some jam in there or something? Back to yes, there is. Back to you, sir. Uh, what bald Procter and Gamble cleaning product mascot is known as Mister Proper over in Europe? Mister Clean. Right. That's right. Big J. Do you remember his first name? A question last week. On this uh, very Jeffrey. Show? Jeffrey. No. Jeffrey Clean. Big J. In 1948, what Chester Gould comic strip featured a device that inspired the invention of the smartwatch? Oh, boy. You know, because I love the comic strips old school so much. Um, what year? 1948. Oh, comic man. strip that featured a device that inspired the smartwatch. And Apple has admitted this several times. Oh, boy. Um, I have no I have no idea. Hmm. Peanuts. Wrong. No, it is not peanuts. Uh, you don't remember a character talking into his watch on a regular basis? Not in a comic strip, no. That was later the basis of a movie uh, in the late 90s uh, starring Warren Beatty. Oh, Dick Tracy? Dick Tracy. Right. He used to talk into his watch all the time, and even in the movie. Congratulations, man. That's all it takes for you to win. You've got that 10 years album, and you're going to check out the live concert stream on Friday. Congratulations. You hang on just one second. We'll make sure you're all set and ready to go there, and we will do some headlines next on the X-Rocks. Hello, you've reached Toyota. This is Jan. How can I help? Hi, Jan. Everything you need to know. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are being brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need yourself a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, one you just heard about on the X all the time. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Finally! Bad idea, and it's all happening. It's all happening. Never in the history of Ireland, Big J, have Ooh. anybody on the island ever seen a walrus. Well, that ended just last week. Father and daughter spotted the creature over the weekend on the rocks off of Valentia Island on the southeastern coast. 
reports the Irish Independent. The Irish Whale and Dolphin Group confirmed the sighting. The video posted online offers proof of the unprecedented visitor with distinctive tusks per the, you know, usual regular appearance of a walrus. So now, how on earth did the creature turn up? A local marine biologist says the best guess is the walrus is an accidental visitor who traveled via an iceberg, but never before had it been on the shores of Ireland. But it happened, and this is documented history, and people are geeking out about it. I didn't know people were this excited about walruses, to be honest. Well, I mean, it's something new. Of course. But it's not like it's a creature that you didn't know existed already. You know right. What I mean? It's not like Loch Ness popped up. Yes. Like, I'm here. That's what I'm saying. I've revealed myself to the world. It's not a new species. People have been familiar with walruses before, I'm sure. And so while, yes, I understand its coolness, I was just surprised at how, you know, taken aback Ireland was by the fact that it's happening. But hey, listen. Maybe not a lot going on on the island. Whatever it takes to get excited, I'm all happy for you. Finally, your bad idea. Bad idea. Maybe he was just trying to ice everybody out, but a man is accused of firing a gun at a semi-truck while driving down the highway in Tennessee on Saturday night. He had allegedly been in a dispute with the truck's driver. Authorities attempted to stop the gentleman named Xavier Waters, but instead he led police on a brief chase. Police had to use spike strips. Two of Walter's uh, tires ended up getting flattened, which forced him to stop. He then fled on foot to a nearby truck stop. Where Big J, he was hid, but he wasn't very good at hiding because everybody saw them run past everybody and hide in the freezer of a closed McDonald's inside the truck stop. Police found him inside the restaurant's freezer. He was taken into custody, faces several charges, including evading arrest. Not a great place to hide, especially if you're not, you know, if you're running past somebody. Although I thought they closed that kind of stuff off, but apparently not. He just ran right into the freezer. Hung out with the burgers for a little while, but they caught him pretty easily. So, yeah. Freezer, bad place to, to, to hide yourself under, you know, fast circumstances. Because you never know if you're going to be able to get out of there. You know what I mean? Right. That would be that would be bad news. Yeah. We've all seen the cartoons where you get frozen, turn into a block of ice when you're sitting there overnight. Except you die in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You die. Wrap it up with, finally, I'm sure at some point in your life you've heard of goat yoga. Now let me introduce you to uh, chicken yoga, which is now available in Florida. Big J on the sound effects. Union 3 Studio, based in Tampa Bay, hosted its very first chicken yoga event on Sunday. The yoga chickens are residents of a micro-sanctuary, a refuge that houses abandoned birds in the nearby area. The manager of the sanctuary says the chickens are domesticated and that they're all bathed and put in diapers before the class begins to make sure the yoga class participants aren't dealing with, you know, the bird poop all around them. Yeah. Chickens are somewhat a novelty when it comes to wellness trends, but animal therapy itself, of course, is based in scientific research and shows that interacting with animals is beneficial to humans in lots of ways. So why not chickens, I suppose? Union 3 Studio says it will host classes with Sanctuary's birds on the final Sunday of each month for the foreseeable future and the next four classes, Big J, sold out. Wow. People want to stretch and do yoga with chickens. Can you blame them? Yeah. You can't, huh? You're gonna yeah, hold it against lots them. of chickens uh, around uh, the neighborhoods here. Yeah, why not do yoga with them? I, well, I guess those chickens probably don't have diapers on, which would be a understandable situation where you wouldn't want to be, you know, slipping around in bird poop right. while you're trying to do yoga. Chicken poop. They're pooping all over your mat. That's not good. But hey, listen, whatever makes you happy, I suppose. I don't get the chicken thing, but listen, I also don't get yoga. I've done that before. It's painful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on pretty much everything. Here's 
traffic. We're going to take one final check of traffic. TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Ultimate Heating and Air, CB. Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Napa and Boise. The connector slow. See, they're bruised and bloodied here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, and it's time to change the way you take your meat, Big J. Yeah, you, you ever heard of Juicy Marbles? Uh, I have never heard of Juicy Marbles, no. Uh, they're a company, and uh, their job is to create plant-based foods. Oh, your favorite. And uh, they have created a plant-based filet mignon. I'm not sure why you mignon? add a G to it. Because there's a G there's in the word! The- <laughs> But not at the end of it. You call it mignon. Oh, yeah. No. Filet mignon. It's not a fancy word? Isn't it a fancy word? It is a fancy word. But, but how do you say it? Uh, mignon. Filet mignon. Mignon. Yeah, you got it. All right. Uh, and they do this by, uh, by you know, part of the difficulty is getting uh, the texture right, obviously, if you're going to replace it. And, you know, I mean, that, that cut of meat in particular is very tender. It's got a lot of marbling in it. Uh, so they use some soy protein, and it produces a fatty marbling, a lot like finding a real steak. But they're using new technology. It's patent pending, Nick. Okay. Okay. And this sounds straight out of some ridiculous movie. It's the Meatomatic Reverse Grinder 9000. It sounds fancy, but what the hell is it? I, who knows? It's how they make this damn fake steak. We all know what a meat grinder is, I think. And so when you picture in my head what a reverse grinder would be, that would be like taking grinded meat and then reversing it into a big steak kind of thing, I guess? Yeah, uh, because of uh, proprietary uh, reasons and uh, they're patent pending, they won't show hmm. exactly how it works. But uh, that, that, I mean, just, you know... Putting in a patent for Meatomatic Reverse Grinder 9000 is pretty fantastic. <laughs> uh, I know that you are a fan of steak. I know that you enjoy filet mignon from time to time. Uh, but I also know you have been, hmm, I'll call it, underwhelmed by plant-based meats. Uh, would you have any interest in trying this? If it's a different process yeah, altogether? Yeah, no, just have me. You know, I mean, here's the thing. And, and I can ap- I appreciate, you know... Um, I think the 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 efforts in here, uh, the, there are a couple different things that are going on with this food, this plant-based situation where they're replacing Beyond Meat, you know, with uh, burgers and things. There's the health part where these items aren't exactly the healthiest in the world, actually, when you get down to it. But uh, the idea here on some of their parts is trying to replace altogether the need for ranching and f- cattle. Yeah, sustainable it's, food, it's is sustainable the food, and to reduce, um, you know, the footprint on the climate change and those sort of things. And so, you know, wherever you lie in that, I'm not, I'm not super. You know, if you want to eat healthier, eat healthier. I don't think you need a replacement for a filet mignon. I said it right. Yeah, yeah. You go to hell. Right, but you have no interest in even trying it, despite yeah. their, their, their saying. What if it did taste just like it? And it was a cheaper and better alternative. Would that matter to you? No, because they have, here's the deal. They have an, a 600-gram juicy A5 tenderloin, Nick, for $148. So it's not cost-effective. <laughs> no, that's not the filet, but it's a different uh, product that they have. So, no, I'm not into that. What, now, I've, I, I think I've, I've, I'm a little bit different than you because, you know, I've had the Beyond Meats and the, the Impossible stuff as well. And I've always kind of – the one thing that always stuck with me is there is a bizarre aftertaste to me. Like when oh, you first sure. bite in, it's like, oh, wow, it actually does taste kind of like meat. And then you're sitting there for like a minute and you're like, 
hang on, that's that's not what I usually taste after I've had a bite of a burger. And so if they can work on that, that's a possibility. And listen, I'm not paying $148 for steak. I'll tell you that right now in front of God and everybody. But Yeah, you don't even pay that at Ruth Chris. Uh, no, no, no. But if it's one of those deals where they can take it and actually you know, improve upon what I feel are some shortcomings, I would give it a puncher's chance, I suppose. But uh, I, I much like the steak that I currently eat, I'm not sure I need to know how they make it. Listen, if I'm paying 148 bucks for a steak, it's going to be a damn tomahawk. It's going to be a, a great snake, outdoors kind of a thing. A Snake River Farms tomahawk. Right. Uh, so we shall see how it all goes. Uh, but just so you know, it's out there, it's happening, and if you want to fancy it up, that's a possibility down the road. Coming up, we're going to give you a chance to win something from us with bad impressions. That's coming up next on the X Rocks. Right now, Combs Car Corral is giving you a free flat screen TV with Unpressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we have uh, the new Papa Roach album, Greatest Hits Volume 2, The Better Noise Years, which is coming out on Friday, available for you to pick up here for free. Plus, get you entered into a grand prize drawing for an exclusive tote bag with different era of each Papa Roach logo, exclusive deck of cards, the roach symbol on the back of each card, an exclusive composition book. You each need to figure out bad impressions here this morning. An exclusive opportunity for you to pop a roach it up. All you have to do is get on the phone, 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. Big J has got three clues. They all point to somebody that is pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and the album is yours guaranteed, and that prize package could be as well. Hello, the X. Morning, brothers. Morning, man. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You're up. Good luck. Most people know me by my real name, Eldrick. Do they? Oh, I'm sorry. It was the opposite of that. When my wife caught me cheating, she hit me with my nine iron. Oh, okay. Next, just for fun. I was just recently in a serious one-car accident. It made all the news. That'd be Tiger Wood. That's uh, 100%. Well done. Hang on one second, Mike. We'll hook you up Eldrick. with that Papa Roach album, and you'll also be qualified for that grand prize. Why is Tiger Woods in the news? He's coming back to a golf game near you, Nick. Huh? Yep. 2K will acquire HB Studios. They're the developer of two different golf games, actually, and uh, the creator of the Golf Club franchise before that. So uh, they have signed Tiger Woods to a deal, and they are going to uh, be reviving uh, the golf game with a uh, Mr. Tiger Woods. Now he hasn't been in a uh, a, uh, an, a a game since uh, he parted ways with Electric uh, Electronic Arts, EA Sports, and the Tiger Woods PGA Tour series. Uh, they had a 15-year run, but that ended a few years ago when he uh, got himself into trouble. I loved the Tiger Woods EA Sports series. Loved it. And actually, about a year ago, uh, wanted to find a uh, a golf game and played one for a little bit. Uh, Roy McIlroy? Did you try that? Uh, no, I mean, I, same I, thing. I, yeah, much. no, there was one. I, I have PlayStation Now. There was one for free on PlayStation Now. Uh, that was just fine. It was fine. I mean, you created your own golf It's what I wanted to do anyway, but it gave you a chance to play like the TPC courses and stuff like that. And I just felt like it's, I was like, man, it's been a while since I played a golf video game. So I enjoyed it. Uh, 2K has never done golf before or, uh, that I, I don't know. I don't think they have. Sure. But, uh, they, uh, they're going to, yeah, they just did that. Well, they picked up a company that has, so. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, I guess it, uh, I'm guessing it kind of... Oh, they, they let off with, uh, last PGA Tour 2K21, so brand that's, new game. I think that yeah. was the Rory McIlroy one, as a matter of fact, that is, uh, is available now. 
Either way, uh, you have a chance to check it out if you want, and uh, I'm guessing you're probably in, pending the results yeah. of this investigation, right? going to be a bit, I think, before uh, they put him in yeah. the, the game. Right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. When you're a kid, time just drags. Pretty reckless, and so it went. This hour wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this 16th day of March 2021. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on a Tuesday. Big J selected a movie called Crazy Stupid Love to watch and review for you. He will do that for you tomorrow morning. Had a chance to give away some 10 years albums and a chance to do a concert stream with them on Friday. We will do more of that tomorrow as well, which will be very, very nice. And we even had a chance to talk about a woman falling in love with a roller coaster to each their own the skyscraper mm-hmm. or screamer the sky screamer it's the called. sky screamer so uh may everybody be as happy as that woman at a roller coaster in love that leaves you with the floor big j uh yeah i uh i think uh the wife just made a great observation and suggestion to me is that next year uh as, as opposed to struggling through this terrible week of travesty uh, known as the daylight savings time is that i take this week off if it's available for me to take off. You think that will how the the not being able to not having to get up early is the key? Yeah, yeah, the torture. Beautiful. Well, you're not falling asleep on time either, right? That's the other side of this coin. Uh right, yeah, it's just all jumbled up. Yeah, beautiful if that helps. Uh, listen, at some point they have to get rid of this. That that's the idea. But I mean, I, I hope that uh, whatever makes what it we easier do? We for take you. hostages or what? <laughs> I don't think that's the way to go. We barricade ourselves in here? Some other people down this hall will take hostage. That'll get people's attention. Will it? Yeah. Uh, not the good kind. No, I I'm think. kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. Yes. Jeez, relax. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it has gotten to past the point of ridiculousness that, that this thing still exists. But I, the, and again, the wife, I'm going to credit her. She said the greatest thing last night. She goes, you know, tractors have lights on them now. Listen, the other part of it is that's that's just a rumor. It's not even about farmer stuff. It was, though. Yeah, but it was the farmer's almanac. That was the reason they did it. They, here's the, 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 the excuse of it being more daylight for farmers is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Because farmers can you know, adjust the schedule for the daylight. They don't need... There's no such thing as an extra hour of daylight. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. The, we, we, the time is a construct for us that we can bend to our will. Well, it doesn't give us a magic hour of extra daylight. It just makes things later or earlier than they actually are. I thought it was a great observation. I'm they just got, saying... They got lights on the tractors now. It doesn't... They don't need any of that stuff. They never did. That's why it all needs to just go away. Great Scott! Uh, make it happen, everybody. It's time to get upset about it, but uh, we probably have bigger fish to fry. There's also that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We shall see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. Hello, you've reached Toyota. This is Jan. How can I help? Hi, Jan. 